Welcome to Hot Lemonade from uh, the Lake. Hello. Is that what we're going to call it? From the Lake? Like um, the the Lake episodes? That makes sense. We are at the Lake. Yeah. The one and only Lake ever. We are, we're recording at a lake house right now. So, you know, uh, you, you know, even when you're on vacation, you can't stop, won't stop, I guess. So Never stop the grind. Yeah. Gotta get that bread. Why don't you introduce yourself? I'm Sam. Is, yeah. that, is that all you want? Do you want more? Do you, Basically, my favorite color is green. <laughs> I'm a Leo. <laughs> all right, so that was the episode. <laughs> okay, what's the... There was one thing that I kind of observed, I guess, just the other day, and it's... I don't understand how fat people work at gyms. Elaborate, please. <laughs> okay, so you work at a gym, right? Where people obviously go to exercise to lose weight, you know, get built, whatever, what have you, right? Yeah. But the people that work there, the ones, in my opinion, are supposed to be like setting the example. They're like, they're like the, some of the, fa- at least at Planet Fitness, they're like just huge, huge human beings. And I'm like, dude, your membership's free. And what's the excuse? Like, like you can, like, um, you know what GNC is, right? Yeah. Yeah. You never go to GNC and see that. Well, I think like. So what's the deal? I bet you like GNC has like requirements and you have to like, you know, do shit and like through the interview process, you have to like establish how fit you are. Whereas like Planet Fitness are like, hey, can you can you man a desk? And they're like, yeah. But even the trainers. Because they have tra- like if you play if you pay for the black card you get you can get like training sessions right even the trainers are huge and I'm like who what who are you gonna what are you gonna teach me about anything fitness related Well, I mean, I can know how to do bicep curls and not actually do them myself. Okay, but and yes, you might know the technique, and I, I agree. Yeah, but if like for example. Think of think of anything you can be tutored on, and the person who's tutoring you shows that they know nothing about it at all. You know what I mean? Like if it doesn't look like you even practice, like like when you go to like a barber shop, yeah, and your barber is like one of the best people ever, but his hair looks really ridiculous. You're not gonna like. You're not gonna trust that he's good. Well, I mean, I would trust a barber because I have difficulty cutting my own hair. Well, from a guy's standpoint, at least, let's go with that. Like if you walk into a barber shop trying to get a fresh cut and your barber looks disheveled, no, you're not gonna you're not gonna believe that he can, he can cut hair good, or maybe his barber's not good. I think it's a you get what you pay for kind of situation. So like if you walk into an LA Fitness, all your trainers are gonna look super fit, all the people at the desks are gonna look super fit, but you're gonna be shelling out like I don't know actually how much it is, but you're shelling out like a hundred bucks. For LA Fitness? Out. I have no idea how much it is. That was a guess. Probably way too much, but I don't care. Okay. But then like Planet Fitness, you're you're just throwing 10 bucks at these people so that you can get access to these treadmills. Okay, but I'm paying like, if I'm paying like 20 something dollars for the black card, I don't, by the way, I've never used the black card perk once ever. Well, no, you've totally used the black card perk. You've let me in. Oh, that's right. Oh, I guess... Well, okay, so the the main reason I even got the black card perk is I was visiting my parents, and they wouldn't let me in without it. 
because you you can you can only go to your home gym if you have like just a regular membership. So I was kind of bummed out about that. This guy wanted to charge me like it was like ten extra dollars every time I came in without a black card, and I was like, uh, uh-uh. uh. Every time. Yeah. So then I was like, what? Can I just upgrade here at the desk? And he's like, no, you can't upgrade here. And I was like. Okay, so I went on my phone, literally in front of him, and upgraded my membership and walked <laughs> right in. I was like, no, nah, this, dude's, this dude's the worst. So, and he was also one of those guys that was really huge, where it didn't make sense that he worked there. Yeah, I don't understand. I don't get it. I really think it's a you get what you pay for. So Planet Fitness doesn't really care how, and they also, like, they have this whole, like, Planet Fitness has this judgment-free zone kind of thing around it. So, like, they can hire whoever they want because it's a judgment-free zone. And I honestly think, like, putting larger people at the front desk is better for their image because then it makes it more encouraging for larger people to come to the gym and start, you know, whether they lose weight or not, start getting healthy. I don't know. Maybe. I suppose. But but to me, at least, it's like if you see people... Like, who are really, really fit, that would more or less motivate me to want to look like that, I suppose. Because well, you, so like, you don't want to see fat people work at the gym and be like, oh, so there really is no hope for me. Well, no. So, like, you're, like, a pretty fit person already, so you want something to, like, attain to. Whereas, like, if I'm a larger person, I want to see people like me so that I feel comfortable enough to work out. Because, like, if I, like... If I walk into an LA fitness, like I'm not even that big of a person, but I feel so self-conscious because I'm not like a hundred pounds soaking wet and super skinny. Um, but like if I walk into Planet Fitness, I feel totally comfortable because like I feel comfortable working out because there are people who are of different sizes. So I think that's really what they're trying to do. They're trying to encourage people to work out and be healthy no matter what their weight is. Why do you always have to make me feel like my whatever, my whatever opinion I have is just me being an asshole? And then you have to explain to me like, well, some people are sensitive. Like uh, that because was because they are. Well, well, that's not. But my point was, young lady. Don't young lady me. I'll <laughs> punch you. Um, I don't know. You know what? And, and I've I've honestly thought about not going to Planet Fitness. Planet Fitness anymore, not because of the people. Well, kind of that because it's always busy. Yeah, like my, my gym is always cut. Like I'll go like seven a.m. and it's busy, and I'm like, what the hell, man? Like most. It, it, then there are times where like once in a blue moon on like a regular weekday where it's normally busy, it's dead, and I'm like, okay, well, what happened? So I'm thinking about, and I don't know. It's probably it's probably just it's pretty much just oh they ever tell you that Planet Fitness called me one time they called you what the heck <laughs> so they called me and I apparently I I'd taken a survey of theirs and I don't I don't remember like when but they called me one night and I answered it because I'm like why is Planet Fitness calling me and I was like hello and they're like hey so um we wanted to know why you gave us a four out of ten <laughs> on your survey. <laughs> So I was like, I was just ripping into Planet Fitness, right? And I was like, yeah, Planet Fitness is like, like the the equipment's really limited, and it's always so busy, and like people don't clean up like their equipment when they're done, like like whatever, right? This guy was like, what could I do to make? What what could I do to improve? You know, your rating of Planet Fitness, right? And I said, you know what, dude, for you, I'll give you a ten out of ten. 
He's like, oh, I bet. And he sent me the survey. Haven't taken it. <laughs> that was like three weeks ago. I was like, no, you don't get rewarded. So Yeah, you have to like actually make changes and then you'll improve their score. Yeah, they finally... Um, and honestly, one four out of ten is not going to hurt their business. I know, I guess not. But maybe like... Maybe like that was just like his shift for the night was for him to like call call people who gave bad reviews. Yeah, that, I mean that seems like a really good like if you're a big business like that, it's a good idea to have someone who's like calling the people who gave bad reviews, trying to figure out how you can improve your business. But you shouldn't expect them to change their review before you make any changes. I like when they do that at Taco Bell. At Taco Bell, when you like pull up through, like, oh, if you could really take the survey for me, that would be great. Make sure you write my name, like, as like the person who served you. I always make the names up. No, I always, I always just end up making up. I make up names all the time. And I, on the rare occasion I do the survey, I just make up a name. No, you have to put their name because then they no, get a bonus. I don't give a shit. Don't work at Taco Bell. <laughs> no, you're right. That is pretty rude. Do you ever, I love Taco Bell, you, and I always give them like amazing reviews. Do you ever um? Do you ever round up the dollar for the children? No. I do. If you feel this way, let me know. Because most of the time, I do it because I'm afraid that they're gonna spit my food if I don't. Is that crazy? No, that's not crazy. I don't. So I don't think they're gonna spit in your food, but they might think you're an asshole. A well, bunch of Taco Bell employees and like fast food employees and grocery store employee employees totally think I'm an asshole because I never round up for the children because it's always like it's always some bullshit charity. It's always so I like actually like saw a thing about this. It's always a ch- like the charity of the company. So it's like if you like go to Kroger and they're like, you want to round up a like to a dollar for the children it donates it to like the kroger cares charity kind of thing and then like they they like they only have to give 10 percent of that to actual people who need it so like if i want to give to charity i'm just going to give directly to the charities that i care about and i'm not going to deal with this kroger cares bullshit that's probably not actually it but like well, the um, I think they did it. I'm pretty sure it's a documentary, but like the Ronald McDonald House. Yeah, I think they got in trouble for that. Where they did like they did some study where the amount of money that they were actually like, I guess, using for people's benefit was like 10 percent of the actual donations. It was something crazy low. Yeah, because in order to qualify as a charity, you only have to donate 10 percent of your like earnings to people because the government's all like, oh, well, like. You have to give 10% because we understand that, like, administrative costs are a thing. And I'm like, well, hold on. I feel like it should be more than 10 fucking percent. And what was it? Um, the Somebody was giving the CEO of Goodwill some shit. Like, where, you know, he's, like, this big corporate CEO and he makes, like, millions of dollars every year and blah, blah, blah. Like, over something that's supposed to be, like, non-for-profit or something like that. Mm-hmm. I'm like, well... I agree to a certain extent, but at the same time, he's still running a business. It's still a store. You know what I mean? It's they're not giving away. They're not giving it away for free. It's just like a discount store. Yeah, but like if he people got to look at it more like that. Well, so yeah, but like if he um like his whole business model is based around like providing jobs and providing like which he does. Well, so what I'm saying is like it looks PR wise, it looks bad on him if he is you know making billions of dollars a year and his employees are making 725. 
Do they really make minimum wage? Yes. Well, my it's just like Amazon. Well, they don't make minimum wage. At Amazon? No, they make 15 an hour. That's still like Jeffrey Bezos makes like yeah. $2 billion a minute. And okay, is, well, and- the thing is, so this is what people don't understand. And I'm not like, I'm not exactly, I'm not cutting anybody slack here. I'm just kind of, I want to shed some perspective, shed some lines, like some perspective of like how these, you know, because people just like to think that, oh, these billionaires are just rich. And because they're rich, this makes them like evil and they should just give away all their wealth. They're rich because they're majority shareholder of their company. Yeah. That's why. It's not like Jeffrey Bezos has like his net worth's like what like 60, 70 billion dollars, right? Yeah. He doesn't just have that in the bank. It's like it's all in stock. I would say majority of it, I would say 90% of it, if not more, is in stock. It's stock in his own company. It's in, it's stock in other companies. It's not just liquidated cash you can just, you know, put in his pocket and take to like the liquor store or whatever. It's like but it's, like it could be cash because he could he could, you know, sell his stocks and get that. Uh not necessarily, no. Should is this a good time for me to um mention that I have absolutely no idea how stocks work? Wow. <laughs> So let me educate you a little bit. <laughs> so utilize that for him to, okay. So in order for him to, in theory, is what everyone wants him to do is, oh, um, what's that? There's like this weird thing that people post on Facebook. It's like if, if Jeffrey Bezos like spent all of his wealth doing this one thing, every person could have like like a um like a. Uh, like a three hundred thousand dollar house or something like that, right? They always like use like this ridiculous um this comparison, like, well, if all the rich people came together and did this for everyone, they could all have this. It's like, okay, well, a it doesn't work like that. It's not you it, can't just like write everyone a check for a million dollars. It doesn't like all his wealth is wrapped up in investments and stocks and everything. So if he were to say, since he is the CEO and majority shareholder of Amazon. For him to liquidate all of his shares, it would literally bankrupt the company. Then he probably shouldn't liquidate like all of his shares. Maybe like but why one is, or two. Okay, but but who's to say? But what what is it about success that people are like? Oh, so because you have things, that means the people who are less fortunate have to take them from you. Well, no. So I think. It's the dichotomy that we see in rich people. So, like, there's there's people like Bill Gates who, while he's rich, he, you know, he doesn't live, like, super modestly. But he lives, like, relatively modestly compared to other billionaires. And he has the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. And he gives quite a bit of his income. Well, now I just think it's the Gates Foundation. Oops. Ako taco. <laughs> um, but so, like, he, like... He gives quite a large portion of his income to, you know, charities and to supporting um, communities, whereas Jeffrey Bezos does not do that whatsoever. So I think that's the thing, like, a lot of people have problems with is that some rich people, like, take their wealth and they build their communities and they build better communities and they... And it's not so much like they're just giving away free money to people who don't have it. They're, you know, like Bill Gates has given computers to a ton of different school systems. And that seems like, you know, that, you know, matches his MO that like 
feels right for him. Whereas right. um, Bezos does not do stuff like that. And I saw a thing where it's like Bezos makes like $2 billion a minute and it would only take $2 million to, you know, like if these are not right numbers, I am making all of these numbers up, but it was similar numbers. Um, it would only take like $2 million to bring fresh water to every person on earth. And I'm like, well... If it's only two million and he's making two billion a second, he won't notice that two million's gone, and he should just bring fresh water to everyone in the world. If I had enough money to give fresh water to everyone in the world and not notice that the money was gone and my life wouldn't change, I would do it in a heartbeat. But that's you, though. So not everyone thinks like that, and I don't. I know that might sound like kind of like uh you know insensitive and this isn't me by the way i'm not saying this i'm not saying that like he's like the the greatest guy in the world it's not what i'm saying so before i get a bunch of hate <laughs> this is what i'm saying i'm just saying that um th- this this idea that um the only like the, the the number one way or the only way to make the world a better place is just steal money from the rich it's just it's just ridiculous it's just a ridiculous idea I don't. Yeah, I don't think we. Because it's not like it, nobody handed Jeff Bezos all that money. Nobody handed Bill Gates all that money. He, they built shit from the ground up. They both started their companies out of a fucking garage. So like, I'm. I get what you're. I get where you're coming from. Like, we should not. This is not a Robin Hood kind of situation. Yeah, we should I, not be stealing from the rich. But like, I think that. And this is just my personal opinion. This is just like how I was raised. It's. It's just, like, who I am. So, like, I think, like, people who have the means to do so should help people who don't. That should just be something that's naturally ingrained in our society. That's people should help each other. And that's just something that, like, I get that some people don't have that idea. There's, of course, like, the horrible, like, super greedy people who would... um who want to take everything for themselves, but then there are people who are just like, I built this and I want to feel the effects of like the thing that I built and I want the money from the thing that I built because I built that all by myself. Um, but it's just so like, I totally get that too, but like, I mean, I think that if you have a lot of money, so much so that you could fix a lot of the world's problems just fix them because clearly the government's not going to do it. Well, this is why I like Elon Musk. I love Elon I Musk. I think Elon Musk has like actually benefited humanity a lot. Elon Musk's um, space research stuff oh, is yeah. my favorite. He wants to put everyone on Mars. What do you think about – what do you think about – okay, let me run my scenario for you, okay? So say you could you could – Buy a ticket to Mars, like you could buy a ticket to like Miami, right? Like, like you could buy like a plane ticket, right? Yeah. Okay. So, if you were presented with a flyer about Mars, living in the biodomes on Mars, living, you know, it's uh, bringing a chunk of home to Mars, all that jazz, right? Would you really consider going? Absolutely. Would you really? Oh yeah. I don't know. If it, I could hold, on. if I could fly to Mars, like I could fly to Miami. Absolutely. Well, I mean, it, it would cost a lot of money, but, you, I, but like the, the ease of buying a ticket would be like, like you can go on Expedia and just buy like a ticket to Mars. So the whole thing is like, I'd be able to come back uh, if I couldn't come back. So like Miami, I could fly to Miami right now and I could come back to the lake. 
But I, if I couldn't <sighs> come back, I no, I wouldn't go. Well, the um, at least when I talked to my my parents about this, and, and I guess even just other um, adult figures, they've kind of it's more like um, I guess from maybe a Christianity standpoint, if you want to call it that, it's like humans were meant to, you know, uh, be created on Earth and stay on Earth. Like we weren't like for example, like we weren't meant to, you know, fly that close to the sun, so to speak, even though Mars is further away. But the idea is like we're supposed to stay on Earth. We're not supposed to like go out in the other far reaches. At least the people that I've talked to who kind of share that religious mindset, that's kind of what they so like told me when I asked, like, oh, would you go to Mars or would you go to like another planet like Earth that we discover, like Alpha Centauri or something like that? They're like, No, I believe that we, you know, we we're not supposed to leave Earth. Like God wants us to stay on Earth. And I I think it just kind of seems – it just seems unlikely that if you create – you know, with the logic of that, you would create a universe that's never-ending, but you're only, you can only live on one spot. You know what I mean? Yeah. Doesn't that kind of just seem like or, – or maybe the entire universe is just like one big temptation. Oh, that's interesting. I will say, like, as a Christian, I've never heard any of this, but I'm interested. Right? I think I kind of, I think, depending what the state of the Earth was in, like, if it was, um, if it was, like, a dying planet, and, you know, there's, like, there's famine. Like, it currently is. (laughs) Whatever. (laughs) Are you a climate change denier? I'm not a climate change denier, no. That's not what I'm saying. Just hold on. Hold your horses. (laughs) Before I get a bunch of, you know, hate comments or whatever. What I'm saying is... Because if you were a climate change denier, we couldn't be friends anymore. You know what? I'll even put Elon Musk. I'll even quote him, okay? He said that, I think the track that we're on right now, the track of, you know, obviously trying to, uh, you know, on a massive scale, you know, go to more um, renewable, cleaner sources of energy, solar, wind, you know, what have you. I think that we'll be fine. Oh, I think if we, I think in the current track of like trying to make things electric, I think we'll be fine. If we make like a super concentrated effort to switch from fossil fuels and move more towards renewable energy sources, we'll be totally fine. Yeah. We'll be grand for a while. Yeah. But if we don't make that change fast, we will not be okay. We're already making the change though. Look at all the, look at all the companies that are like, like GM and Ford, these massive automotive companies who are, you know, by 20... By 2030, they're going to stop making gas-powered cars. Tesla is already is obviously already made a bunch of electric cars, and they're trying to, like uh, even Elon Musk, he released a lot of these um, a lot of these Tesla patents. He you know made them public so that other companies can use them to benefit the earth. And I think that's really cool. It's just um, so a lot of big corporations, the big ones that control the governments around the world. They rely on fossil fuels, and if and it's not just cars; it's powering buildings. It's all of this. So if we don't switch from powering our buildings via coal and instead power via, um, like solar or wind or fo- or fuel cells or all of that, like we're not gonna be okay. We're gonna rip a hole in the ozone that we will not be able to repair. Isn't there already a hole in the ozone? Right. It, and like, it, uh, and like in what is it, Antarctica, or is it, yeah, or is it the North Pole? Which one, one of the poles? Which one? Which is the one that's melting? They're uh, both melting. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> which one has the polar bears? The North. 
I read something that's crazy. I read something that, like the polar bears aren't actually endangered, that they're fine, that their numbers are actually fine. Oh, they are fine. Oh. But they're just so they're just getting squished into smaller landmass. So there's more like territorial fights. Okay, let me ask you something. Oh, crap, I think I just lost my train of thought. Hold on. It'll come back to me. Hold on. Choo choo. So Mars, you're talking about Mars. Polar bears. Polar bears. Ice caps are melting. Climate of all of the of okay, of all the bears and their various environments, which one do you think you would last the longest with? A red panda. Or any panda. A red panda is actually a fox. Never mind. Um, a are pandas are pandas are pandas? Do they they do they do they mess around with humans or no? Only in like a pranking manner. Oh, they're not like that violent. Pandas are so aggressively non-violent. I but I always I read that like I read that the. There's a lot of stereotypes, but like, like say pandas, where they're made out to be cute and cuddly, and even polar bears, they're like legitimately not like that at all. But they're aggressive. Oh no, polar bears are insanely aggressive. Like, they eat you, people. They eat anything that moves. Polar, like if you see a polar bear in the wild, you're dead. There's nothing you can. You're dead. Exactly. If you if you can get close enough to one where you can see him, like. You know, a stone throw away. You are like, wait, can don't you just the play dead? Or does that not work with polar no, bears? No, they'll eat you dead. I polar thought- bears. So the polar bears go really far between meals. So polar bears are always hungry. So they will eat a dead thing lying in the ground. So if you play dead with a polar bear, they're still gonna eat you, and then you're gonna be real dead. I, that's what I heard. That like one of the defenses against um, polar bears or just bears in general is to play dead. That's like uh, more do- so like the um, grizzly bears, uh, brown bl- brown bears, and black bears. You can play dead, but if you play dead with a polar bear, you're gonna be real dead. Realistically, there's if you encounter a polar bear in the wild, like if you're in a zoo, you're fine. Right. If you encounter a polar bear in the wild, you're dead. There's literally nothing you can do. Oh wow. What would you rather? Okay, so. You know that okay. So what's 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 let's go. Let's take a trip to the ocean real quick. Okay. Take a trip to the not right now, oh, but like in our thoughts. I got excited. We're like eight hundred miles away from the nearest like ocean front. I think it's more than that, actually. <laughs> no, it's eight hundred miles. I guarantee it. I'm gonna Google that now, and you're gonna eat your own hat. Okay, fine. I can't find my phone. Okay, hold on. Let's see. Hey Siri. How far away is the nearest coast? I didn't. Why is it giving me sub places? <laughs> you gonna go get yourself a sandwich? All right, let's see. So we'll do. So we'll just drop a pin like on the eastern coast. Let's see how far that is. I'll even do it by like near where my parents live. Haha. <laughs> the nearest, the shortest distance airline between the ocean and Indianapolis 
is 1,866.13 miles. I feel like that's a lie. I don't know what you want from me then. Hold on. I pull up a ma- like Apple Maps and I'm like routing to like Charleston. 823 miles. Boom. 823 miles to drive to the nearest coast. Or at least to like this one. That's still more than 800. Just want to make that clear. Whatever. <laughs> um, You know how like all like the weird quirky defenses against like deadly animals are like the ones that you would never think to do in like a panic inducing situation like Elaborate. like if a, like if, if you're in the, if you're scuba diving in the ocean or like snorkeling or whatever and you encounter a shark just punch him in the nose yeah because when a shark's coming at me my first instinct is to want to punch him right in the nose no no one's thinking that they're probably thinking Oh shit! Oh shit! Oh shit! Oh shit! Exactly. Oh shit! Oh shit! Oh shit! Exactly. They're not. No one's thinking like, oh, if I, I, there's a shark coming at me, if I just punch him in the nose, and what kind of like wimp of a shark is going to get clocked in the nose and think, oh, I guess I'll just leave now? <laughs> no. If anything, you're going to get more mad and just bite his arm off. I think it's because like that's the most sensitive part of a shark, and sharks usually don't experience any retribution from their um prey so they so if they get attacked back they know that it's something that could eat them and they're gonna swim away one of the what's like the craziest um what's the craziest reproductive fact you know about the sea world Oh, hold on. I have a lot of those. Why are you looking that up? Because the reason I bring that up is because I, I learned one when I was very young, and I wish I had until I was much older. Pray tell. Now, this is a true thing. I've looked this up, and it's, I'm sure this is documented. Like how It's gross, but I'm sure it is. So male dolphins, they travel in, um, they travel in packs, right? Like schools, if you, if you will, right? Yeah. And I'm not making this up. <laughs> they rape swimmers. Yeah. They get they get in like they get in like uh, rape gangs and they rape swimmers all by themselves. I can't imagine like they, they're strong enough to break bone with their penises. I can't imagine like being a swimmer and then coming back to the boat. And like the trauma that would cause, you'd probably be dead. Realistically, if it's like a, a couple of them, like like four or five, and they're all like super strong, and they have like you know eight inch dongs, whatever it is, you'd I think you'd be dead. I don't. Well, I don't know. You're getting messed up for sure. Underwater, dude. You're oh, you're up. you're gonna like you're gonna you're drown n- or you're gonna internal bleeding something. Oh yeah, prolapse maybe. Get a little pink sock going on. I don't want to interact with dolphins. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to be a boat away from dolphins. Uh, do, just don't be in the water alone with them. Oh, because if I have a buddy, I'm going to be perfectly fine. <laughs> Dude, dolphins are like the Bill Cosby of the ocean. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Was that, is it too soon? Okay, so... I have a couple of facts. Would you like to hear about lobster piss or the grunions? Let's do both. 
Okay, so we'll start with the grunions because I think you'll like this one. So grunions are this type of like weird mudfish kind of thing. Uh huh. So they exit the water for reproductive acts. Right. And what they'll do, the females will dig a hole and get into that hole so just their head is sticking out. What? Uh huh. And then like eight or nine male grunions will surround her face. And we'll just sperm onto her face. On her face? And hope that it slides down her body to where it's supposed to be. To the eggs that she's laying at the bottom of this hole. Can you find this in the hub? The hub? Come on. The porn hub? Oh, probably not. You can probably find it in some scientific paper. If you can watch the B movie on Pornhub, you could definitely see that for sure. I guarantee it. I don't think anyone wants to watch fish sex. I don't think that gets anyone going. (laughs) Oh, 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 the other just ridiculously weird things that people watch on that. You don't think that that really furries exist. I don't think anyone wants to watch fish because fish don't even technically have sex. They just spew sperm and eggs everywhere and hope that it works. What's the eel that you like you rub and silk comes out? I think it's an eel. It was on Jackass 2. I don't know this eel. It was like it was like this like it was like just a black tube looking sea creature. And uh Steve O, you know, gave it the old uh give the old tug tug and a bunch of white silk came out. Gross. <laughs> It was pretty funny. Um, okay, so that's disgusting, but I'm into it. <laughs> What's the other one? Um, lobsters. So I have a lot of animals here, but I think the lobsters are a fun one. So lobsters get it off to urine. Their own urine, actually. That's how they get pregnant? No. So females will spray potential partners in the face with their urine Ugh. for a couple of days. In a couple of days? <laughs> like, like you know, occasionally. Like, you know, just, it's lunchtime. They, here's a little spray. They just dress them up like R. Kelly. <laughs> and so then when it's, you know. I'm a trap inside the closet. So then, like, so she's doing that in order to get him to, you know, like her pheromones. And then when it comes time to do the deed... She lifts her claw, like, lifts one claw, taps it on one shoulder, lifts another claw, taps it on the other shoulder, and then they piss together. That is horrifying. And then, sex time. Nice. And that's how lobsters do it. They don't actually, it's, you know, one of the, just spray eggs and sperm everywhere and hope for the best. Um, I saw, I saw this video, right? What was it, what was it about? Um, I'm sorry. I didn't mean for the long pause. <laughs> I, saw, I saw this video once. So I saw. <laughs> just, it, just, it just happened. Just don't even elaborate. Just, <laughs> so one time I saw this video, it's like, yeah, we, we've we all seen videos. I've never um, seen a video before in my life. So I've seen this video and I didn't just, you know, let me, you know, preface this or for the um, ill-informed, a little uh, preface. Gross. <laughs> I hate that. Okay, so what I I saw this video, right? Just browsing the web. I stumbled upon it. I didn't look it up. I stumbled upon it because, A, how do you even look this up? Because it was so ridiculous. So that's what happened. These two dudes sneak onto a farm, right? 
Oh no. Oh man. It gets it's so wild. These two guys go like um they sneak out of this farm, right? One guy's got a video camera, you know, as you do. Dude, I, I can't say this out loud. You so, found this on the hub, didn't you? I didn't. F- I didn't. Uh, look, it, this was many years ago. Okay. Yes. So what I'm hearing I was, is yes. It was probably in high school, if I had to guess. So they go into like the like the barn where the horses are at, right? Oh no, <laughs> oh, dude, dude. Why? I don't understand. Okay. So I'll, I'll be. Um, it's kind of graphic. So. Uh, um. The one horse, uh, the guy grabs the horse by like his, his schlong, if you will, right? Oh, okay, well, and he's like, and he's walking him outside. I think, I think it like he via walked his him. schlong. I think so. I think it's how I think it's how it worked. Right? It feels like horse abuse. Well, believe me, it's gonna get into human abuse real quick. So he's getting he's assuming the position. The doggy style position, right? For the horse. Dude, I can't. This is so gross. Even thinking about it, it's so gross. Okay. Mind you, the, the guy, I, why the friend was filming, I have no idea. I don't know. I don't know what friend this guy had to have had. A friend who was just as messed up as he was. So, whatever. So, when, <laughs> oh my God. Oh so, the guy in question, he's like, Still in control, if you will, because um, he still has his hand on like uh, the schlong, and so he's like guiding how much is is going in, right? Oh my god! Okay, okay, dude, it's it's so much worse. <laughs> now, when you try to pull the old bait and switch on a horse, horses get kind of angry. You know, if you get a horse all riled up, especially in that kind of way, he's gonna be like. Uh uh-uh. uh, I'm an 800 pound horse. I'm gonna take over. Oh, so gosh. it's at some point the horse uh, breaks. You know the hand lock that he had on him. I don't know if you know how big uh, horse members are, but they're. <laughs> they're not- you know, you've seen it in this video. No joke. I wish I was lying. I'm not making this up. I think it was like two feet. Oh, it geez. was something crazy like that. It looked like nothing I'd ever seen before, right? So, so now that the horse is free of this, you know, captivity, it's just it's 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 all out, right? So this horse is putting all of him inside this man, right? <laughs> I don't I don't know why I'm laughing, but so the guy is screaming in pain, like like screaming, not like. I can imagine he's not getting like, a horse stick up in his small intestine. But not like. What if. What if. It wasn't like. It wasn't like. Was, Compose yourself, okay. man. Okay. Oh, man. It wasn't like he was enjoying it, right? Oh, well, yeah, obviously. Gosh. Well, um, his friend's still recording, by the way, obviously, because how else do you see the footage? But What a terrible friend. So this horse is doing, like, full-powered thrusts, right? And this guy's screaming in pain, moving his organs around like crazy shit, right? 
Like the dude's like like you can I don't know if you can hear like cracking, but like, it, yeah, it's it, he's it, messed up. He's messed up. It's not it's not good. It's not good. He probably had to go to the hospital after that. And how do you tell a nurse what happened? Okay, so I he died. Oh god. Yeah, he's dead. He did not. He didn't make it. Because it went on the the, the 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 moment that the horse takes over, me as the friend or the guy, you know, recording, I'm going to try and stop that in some capacity, right? You would, like, drop the camera and try to get the horse off of you. I'd probably held the camera in my hand, but I'd try. I would still try, like, while recording. Oh, my gosh. That's terrible. I That's not true. I would probably, uh, I probably would just keep recording. You're horrible. <laughs> yeah. Um. So that guy's dead. Yeah. That guy's dead from start to finish. I don't know how remember how long the video was, but that dude, yeah, like a full two foot dong, just like being full power. Th- it's yeah, not good. Jeez Louise! Believe me, I I saw that like in high school. I'm pretty sure it was in high school. Yeah, it, it, it's it scarred me for a while. So that's why you're so messed up. It might be yeah. <laughs> First the dolphins, and then that yeah. The animal kingdom is just gross. It's fucked up. Now, okay. Tiger versus alligator. Who you got? Like who's winning? Yeah. In a fight? Yes. Um. Depends. Are we in the jungle or in the water? What? Uh, what's like a neutral ground? A desert. Like a field. A field. A nice meadow. Well, <laughs> yeah, with like dandelions everywhere. Oh, yeah. A nice little tulip like field a, like in a, the Netherlands. Like a wheat field. <laughs> yeah, I would say, because it's not a swamp, because that's like, that's like an unfair advantage, and not like, not the jungle, which really, tigers don't even, like, do they really even hang out in the jungle jungle? Yes. Or just the forest? No, they're jungle cats. Okay. Well, because some people are like, like, aren't lions king of the jungle? No, lions. So that's the most baffling thing. Lions don't live in the jungle. That's what I'm saying. Lions they live, live in, in like, like the like this like in like the, the Sahara, the plains of Africa. Yeah, they so, don't live in the Sahara. That's not true. No, it's too hot. It's too hot. Okay, so you got who do you got then? Like just like in like a regular like if we're field. In like a let's say we're in a. We can't do planes because that's the tiger's advantage. Well, actually, no. Because if he's from a jungle, just just regular, just regular plain terrain. What about a tundra? Let's put him in a tundra. A tundra? Yeah. I feel like the I feel like the tiger would would fare more than the alligator. If it's a tundra, I got the I got the tiger. I don't know. Because uh, alligator. Jaws are super strong and their tails are insane. Like, yeah, but if it's cold, if they're used to like warm, hot, oh, swamps, I guess, yeah, they're a reptile. They're, they're in a tundra, then yeah, no, there's no what way. What about like, what, like, where, where do the Midwest Plains? That's where I was kind of getting at, too. With yeah, like, just like a farm field or something. So, if they, if they were on a farm field, I put my money on the alligator, huh. Warm enough where the alligator is like at full function, but not so warm. Because you know, alligators are like what if it was super like f- controlled by heat. All right, I'll do one better. Um, so farm field in the fall. So like October. 
it might depending on where it is it might be towards the tiger because if it gets too cold the alligator's not going to be able to survive that's what i'm saying so you think you got alligator then i think if it's if it's like all things being considered like all things being even I think the alligator would win, but if it's too cold, the tiger would win, just simply because the alligator wouldn't be able to move. Interesting. Hmm. <sighs> okay. All right. I, I, I can get on board with that. Yeah. Want to do some would-you-rathers? Depends. How much time do we have left? Oh, we get plenty of time. Plenty of time. Plenty. If I can get my phone to open. Or do you want to save it for next time? You can save it for next time. I will right, save it for next time. Do you want to just call it? Call right now. We talked. We, ta- we we covered a lot of topics. Sure. All right. Well, thanks for listening to Hot Lemonade at the Lake with Sam Samuel. Nope, absolutely not. All right. Well, that's okay. It's my podcast, so we're just gonna end <laughs> it. Bye. Hussy, hussy, hussy. We bought and pretty hot and happy as